Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk accountant. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. My name's Tim. And we are the Two Drunk two Accountants. Drunk accountants. Uh, so I'd just like to start just by addressing the uh, the cowboy in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and that's this hat here. <laughs> that's this hat. Here. That's, uh, that, that's, that's my Tim and Dan though. We might as well do that, nice Tim. What, what is, is the, the Tim, Tim and Dan Lowe? I don't currently have my headphones in, so I'm just guessing how this is going because because um, I have the hat on. Yeah, you can't have headphones and a hat. That's you need to wear the um, the earpods. 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 Mm, are they I earpods do. or AirPods? I don't know. I don't know. AirPods. Who I knows? Think. AirPods. But just uh, just giving everyone a quick look here before I take it off, so I can put my headphones nice back on. It's very country, um, but also pleasantly hipster. So I'm a fan. Yeah, Tim, the, the feedback from it has been universally positive, um, <laughs> just to say the least. Um, a, a quick story, I, I was walking, I uh, went for a quick walk yesterday in the, it's like a paddock area. Um, I could, they do a, um, what do they call the runs that you do on the weekends? Um, um, oh, park run. Park, park run. run. They do a park run back there. It's like a whole running track. Anyway, I did, I did went for a walk and I was walking along and I had the hat on because it was a little bit sunny. And uh, just hear some guy behind me and he's like, hey, brother. And I was like, turn around. He's like, I love the hat. And I said, I said, what? He said, oh, I love the hat, brother. And I was like, well, I guess I'll never be taking this hat off again. You know, uh, it's, it's just universally positive. People like it. And awesome. um, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a post. I'll do a post on the page about it to see what people think. Just, I'd like some feedback. Uh, I'm a fan, Dan, and mm. I'm also a fan of the fact that on all the team meetings I jumped in on this week, you were wearing the hat. Yeah. So, <laughs> big fan of that. Yeah, well, we do the daily round. Speaking of, of time management, we do the daily roundup meeting. Um, and so I wear a hat to the roundup like I'm a cowboy because I'm, I'm rounding up the team. <laughs> I like that. Mm. I like that. That's mm. good. I like the fact that also... Several of us all pulled out our um, hats mm. that were similar in nature. Yeah, for, all them on the meeting. So, for those wondering what it is, it's an Akubra. If you're watching on the live stream here, it's it's a traveller, and I got it in Regency Fawn or Fern, whatever it is. Where are you getting your dryer bone? Yeah, I'm going to need one. Um, that's that's my other thing today, Tim. I'm going to I'm going to talk about um, okay. washing of puffer jackets. Oh, okay. I might have something it, on that as well. You'll see so. me wearing this. I might have a little something on that too, so maybe start planning another other thing, Dan. No. <laughs> Did you wash yours? <laughs> I just winked at Dan, for anyone who isn't watching. Did you wash yours? No, I would never do that. Okay, well then mine's washing them. Don't use your other thing now, all right? <laughs> That's for later. All right, sorry. Uh, people who are tuning in to the podcast will also notice we didn't do a joke mm. start of this episode, and that is because this episode is about saving time. Yeah. So there's no time for jokes. No time for we jokes. Know. Definitely, there's, there's definitely time for two to three minutes on my new hat, but no time for jokes. <laughs> uh, my Tim and Dan Lowe this week, Dan, mm. was we're doing office renovations. We are. Posting all about it in our stories, I did ask a question, ask me anything about renovations. And I have, we've got a few responses and I just haven't 
um, replied to those yet yeah. on our stories. But I will. They're gone I now. Will. Are they? Yeah, I think they disappear after 48 hours or something. That's upsetting. Yeah, there was a few that I remember I, I did see pop up. Um, one was, do you dream of flooring tiles? <laughs> Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, the next one, I think there was, what was the hardest choice you had to make or something like that? Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even see these. Damn it. I actually um, think both of those came from your wife. Oh, good. Yeah. And then there was, uh, <laughs> thanks, Jade. Hmm. Then there was, I think there was uh, Patrick or someone asked, um, are we going to have a party, an open party? I like that. Mm. I like that idea. Open house. Out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, two drunk DJs will be playing yeah. that that night. Um, Ooh, yeah. So DJ that, Batboy, DJ Batboy. There was that one. Um, someone asked, um, "Where's the Dan content?" Um, someone did ask that. Yeah, yeah, good question. It'll be back. Um, no. I'll, I'll be posting about my hat this week, so prepare for that. <laughs> uh, there was no, that was good, Dan. Your trip to Queensland, I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was really good. Got to occupy yourself when you're in the car. By yourself Definitely. for 11 hours. Um, Got to do something. It was inspiring. Mm, inspiring stuff. All right. Well, let's move on, Tim, to the business update sponsored by Cats Accountants. Thank you, Cats. Thanks, Cats. Uh, the business update this week is another interest rate rise of uh, mm. 50 basis points this time. So, it's half a percent. So, that means yeah. in the last two months, it's gone up 0.85 percent. It went up. Did it go up 35 Basis points last time, 30. Was it 45? 45. No, it wasn't 45. I think it might have been 40. Anyway, it's gone up almost a full percent in the last two months. Yep. So, that is a lot. It is a lot. Mm. Um, I guess, yeah, just get used to it. Mm. It's It's going to keep keep happening. happening. It's going to keep... Hopefully, when you bought a house recently or if you drew on your loan or uh, if you were taking on other expenses, you have budgeted for at least a few percent interest rate rise because that is where it would normally sit. Yeah, or like fixed for a couple of years. Mm. Give yourself some time to get those sweet pay rises. Mm. So, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. No, it's it's economically it's just interesting times. Yeah, there's supply shortages, labor shortages. Uh, there's no inflation. there's no shortage of labor. They won. <laughs> <laughs> just a pun for you there. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, Dan, Dan, actually, speaking of labour, mm. um, answer me this. Mm. If Scott Morrison is ScoMo, mm. what does that make Anthony Albanese? Albo? No, it doesn't. No, Anbo. An- no. An- <laughs> <laughs> you got that. <laughs> yes, anal. That's the one. <laughs> Uh, that's a good uh, one. I, that should have been I the say, joke. I say we all give anal, anal a try. try. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my god, my parents listen to this podcast. <laughs> saying stuff like that. But yes, yes, that was suggested to me by that joke was suggested to me by clients mm. this, this week. So that was very funny. Who you are? Uh, good one. Good one. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move to uh, Tim's tight ass tip. Tim, do you have a time ass tip or is it a tight ass tip? It's a tight ass tip, Dan. Mm. <laughs> you just, know where this is going. Uh, I, I, I don't right now, but but Jai just wrote on the thing. I came into this podcast at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a try, Jai. Yeah. 
Try it. Yeah. No. That's All not right. what that it doesn't make sense anymore. No. Um my Tardos tip of this week is don't wash your puffer jacket. Mm. Okay. So there we go. We're killing two birds with one stone here because that's mm. my tight-ass tip. Mm. It's simultaneously Dan's other thing mm. because he washed his puffer jacket. I did. Yeah. If you're watching the live stream right now, you'll see I'm wearing the puffer jacket and it looks quite puffy, I think. It is. It's pretty puffy. It's, it's I pretty actually puffy. think it might be more puffy than it was before. Hard to say. That is hard to say, Dan, because mm. like... I don't know if you can really test whether it retained its heating powers. Well, I'm sweating right now. I need to take it off. I'm, I'm that hot. It's because we're doing a podcast. It always like gets, you know, gets, gets the juices flowing. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm going to do a deep dive into this. Um, you know, Tim <laughs> might have to leave, but I'll just continue the podcast talking about the, the process of washing it uh, in the other things. So stay tuned for the other things. I'll talk about how you wash your puffer jacket. And for anyone who doesn't want to completely destroy their puffer jacket, <laughs> don't wash it. That's the simple answer. So, hmm. yeah. And for it's those of like- you who want to walk around in a disgusting germ-filled, um, you know, nest of bacteria, then um, listen to Tim. Nest of bacteria. Yeah. If you, if oh you want to follow God. a time ass tip, um, don't follow Tim's because you'll get sick and spend like a week <laughs> with the flu. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's never happened to me. I never spend a week sick with the flu. You're the guy that does that. Yeah, that's well, you. that's why I've got to wash a puffer jacket. <laughs> but that's what you've always done, things like that. So maybe, Dan, you're letting your biases get in the way mm. of freedom. Oh, oh. Freedom of mind, <laughs> freedom of money, freedom of health. Yeah. Okay, well... Um it's certainly a time-ass tip by not washing your puffer jacket because it takes a long time. It's a process. Yeah, especially drying it. Mm, it's a process. It's a process. So, I'll, I'll go through that in my other thing today. But um, <laughs> tight-ass tip, I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> uh, very good. Mm. All right. Well, is it time, Dan? You like that? It's time. It's time. Let's go to our main topic. And that is... We seem to be struggling for time and we wanted to do an episode of the podcast where we revisit the topic which we've spoken about before, which was how to better manage your time. Um, both of us at the moment are getting smashed. Um, Tim is getting a little bit more smashed, I think, because he's also trying to renovate the office while I'm in Queensland. Um, it yeah. yeah, it doesn't help. So, I, I think now is a, is a good moment for us to take a step back revisit some of the concepts that we've spoken about before, talk about a few strategies and, and do a bit of a real world example here on what is going on and, and how better can we manage our time? Because it's very relevant to us right now. Mm. Yeah, it's so relevant and uh, which is why we want to talk through it. And it raises a few points because um, a lot of people are stuck in their time mm. or their day to day or their month to month. And, that's why we're all like, what the F? It's 10th of June. Mm. Like, where has this year gone mm. already? Time is flying, literally. Um, and so, I guess this is also a good reminder that you either need to be speaking to people around you about these things or speaking to um, other like-minded people mm. to um, gain some clarity on where you're at and what you need to continue working on. Because... Things just slip. You get busy and they slip. So, you need to constantly revisit it. Yep. Yep. Definitely true. Like, and so, managing your time is 
one of the big ones, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of like a budget, out. right? You need yes. to check in occasionally to see if things are heading in the right direction and, and, and make trim trim some hedges and, and cut out some of the fat and any other analogy that you want to come up with yeah. um, to ensure that you're being the most efficient and, as we like to say, sail on the efficiency. Yeah. Hmm. I've got an analogy about balls later, Dan. So, like tennis um, balls, basketballs. A little bit of juggling. Yeah. Right? Okay. A little bit of juggling. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna go. We're gonna talk about time and how balls are relevant mm. in time. <laughs> it's high level stuff this week. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's start with the concept that we spoke about before, but we're gonna revisit, and that's the the quadrants. This is the Stephen Covey, Covey. Covey. Yeah, I think Covey. Covey. I like Covey, yeah. Uh, concept of the, the four quadrants, right? And and this is the four sort of, you know, if you think about all of the time that you're spending stuff on and, and figuring out well, what are you actually doing in that time, you can separate that into four categories of things. Um, now, this is important step for me mm. because I've been so busy in the previous few weeks doing you know, what, what you could talk about is, is non-billable or non-productive work mm. um, that I haven't even bothered entering in the timesheets because, yeah. because I, I just was, there was no point, except there was a point because now I don't know what I was doing even though I was so busy. Yeah. So the first step really is you've got to measure. You can't fix something that you don't know what's happening, right? True. So number one lesson for Dan this week mm. is... Stop being lazy and go measure your time. Yeah, we need data. Mm. It's just like if you're going to go on a diet mm. any or, or speak to a nutritionist um, if, if it's about like bulking up or something, they're going to say, well, what are you eating now? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and what activity are you doing now? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like that with time. So if you want to have more time in your day, well, what are you doing now? Yeah. What's your starting point? And so if you need some data points, you, you need to be – Mindful of, I guess, yeah, the quadrants give you a way to, to sort through mm. your time and try to, to split that out and find what is good and what isn't good. Yeah. Find the, find the big balls that you want to keep juggling mm. and find the little balls that you want to throw off to someone else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so the four categories are the quadrant of urgency, the quadrant of quality, the quadrant of deception and the quadrant of waste. And essentially the X and Y axis is here. Uh, On the X axis, you've got urgent and non-urgent. And the Y axis is important, not important. So really what we're talking about is when you're in the urgency, it's important and urgent. It's you're putting out a fire. You know, you're, you're, you're trying to figure out, you know, you got these deadlines, you got a million things happening at once and you're constantly just attacking it. And, and, you know, there's no real future planning and no real, um, it's just all urgent and you just, yeah. you have to put your head in and get it done. So I think a lot of people can relate to that yeah. as well. And I think that comes through um, potentially not prioritizing the right things or not having systems in place or just, yeah, mm. literally just all you're doing is putting fires out and not stopping yeah. to work smarter, not harder. So, so. A, a lot of accountants in the past month and a half have probably been living in the quadrant of urgency because we were approaching lodgement deadlines and end of year to get tax estimates and planning. And you've got all these things happening that are deadline driven and you're probably just trying to smash it out. 
And mm. and there's definitely an element of my time that's been living in this quadrant. Oh, yeah. Totally agree. Mm. Totally agree. Yeah. So, uh, the next one along, quadrant of quality. This is the important, not urgent. Mm. And this is really where you should be living most of your time. Yeah. So, this is before something has become urgent. Mm. So, you're acting on it in a timely manner. Mm. Um, you're planning. So good, yeah. You're planning ahead. You've got... Mm systems for it i guess it's just going to feel a bit easier Mm. it's not going to drain your energy as much and it's more of like that flow state Mm. that that people talk about that you want to get to Mm. so it's the path of least resistance basically yeah that's where you want to live exactly exactly and and sometimes you feel like you're living there and then all of a sudden you're in that first quadrant and you're like oh no i was not prepared for that (laughs) For this or, or for, for something out of your control happened and it pushed all of your time into that first quadrant and that can happen. But the goal is to try and spend a lot of time in that quadrant of quality. Um, mm. So, yeah, so that's the second quadrant. The third quadrant, we're now in the not important section. And this is the not important but urgent. And these are things like phone calls that are interrupting. Um, this is um, some meetings that you're doing. This is uh, emails. Mm. and things that you're sorting through. And um, this this is what you feel like you're busy. Mm. You feel like you're doing things that have to be done. Mm. Um, so you're diving on them. You feel like you're putting out a fire, but really they're fake fires. They're not important. They're not important. They're not, yeah. It's a, it's a, a fire burning on a leaf in a giant pool. Yeah, and it's just going to put itself out anyway. So exactly, but you're like diving in the pool yeah. to deal with it. Yep. Now, uh, analogy. There's definitely a chance that I'm spending some time in there as well. Uh, I definitely am. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I could be tighter with meetings. Mm. I think I, I could be stricter with my time mm. so that I'm not just constantly on the phone to people. Yep. Um, I'm spending too long emailing. Yeah, I'm spending way have, too long emailing. I could have better systems around booking in meetings and calls. So mm. like using automated links. Yeah. So it's not that back and forth. Like, yes, I'm available Tuesday next week at these times. And they're like, I could probably do this time. And then you're like, okay, let's lock that in. Then you go and send the calendar, calendar invite. Yeah. That's just such a waste of time. So yeah, there's a, there's definitely things that we can be doing we could be in that quadrant of quality and preventing things from slipping into this category by, you know, a simple system. Um, and we're going to get to this in the next, stra- in the first strategy here, but, but simple system might've been like a booking system that we set up. Yeah. So we don't have to answer those emails and go through that yeah. process. So, um, delegating. Hey, yeah. Delegating. delegating. Exactly. So all sorts of things. I, I did a delegation this morning that I felt very good about Tim. Um, oh, <laughs> Thinking about this time, I was like, no, I shouldn't be spending time on this. And I sent it off and I felt good about that. Anyway, uh, that's the quadrant of deception. And then there's the quadrant of waste. And this is junk emails, some phone calls, people that are wasting your time and escape Mm. activities. And sometimes you fall into this category. I I don't know if I'm in this category at the moment, but I definitely feel like at times it's easy to slip into that category um, and doing things. I question my bias on this one because I feel like I don't waste that much time. Yeah. I do have an AFL fantasy team and (laughs) that probably does take a couple hours a week. But you probably complain about having no time. But you also can't spend 24 hours a day working. You know, there's a bit of an outlet. It's an outlet. Yeah. Yeah. Something I enjoy. So yeah, I don't think you should 
consider personal things like for example golf i yeah. could easily say golf is is waste um which yeah. it could be if i'm playing it during work hours mm. <laughs> um which sometimes is the case but uh but yeah if it's a personal pursuit that makes you happy i don't i'm not think we should be claiming that as waste no what we're talking about is is the time that you've got set aside for work and working efficiently in that time hmm so that's that's something that we really were talking about. If you're finding that your personal activities are taking up a significant portion of your work time, then that's a problem. Mm. But if you've set aside, you know, certain hours for work and, and stuff to get through and, and you're wasting time during that period, then yeah. then that's really what we're focusing on here. Yeah. Um so I don't think all of the talk about my hat is a waste of time. I don't think washing my puffer jacket was a waste of time, but we'll get to that. Uh, so no, these are the cool. four quadrants. So the first thing you should be doing is, is figuring out where you're spending your time. And then the next thing is the strategies to fix those, right? Yeah. And I just wanted to say like, know your tendencies. Hmm. Um, my tendency is to be very thorough and perhaps spend a bit more time than I need to on things. Hmm. Maybe I'm being a bit too much of a perfectionist and or I'm having a bit more heart than backbone with some clients. Mm. So I'm allowing meetings to go over. Yeah. Um, Shout out Mark from The Gap, which is also where we're getting some of this content from today. Yeah. Um, not all of it, but, but some of it um, is, yeah. is from there. Part of it is we want to share mm. the way we're feeling and mm. just show everyone goes through this. Yep. Um, no matter who you are, no matter how much you know, mm. you fall in, into the same trap. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so, yeah, I know my tendencies are to just spend too much time on things. So, I need to really focus on not booking too many meetings or not over overfilling my cup with things to do mm. when I don't have enough time to actually do that. So, yep, yep, exactly. Yeah. And um, I will discuss more of my stuff because I think we need to keep going because uh, we'll run out of time here. Funnily enough. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's go through some strategies. So if you've ever heard about the productivity pyramid, this is a way to review how to get more time for yourself by sort of working your way up these steps to improving mm. your time. Mm. Um, and there's, there's five things. There's improve, increase, invest, invent, or innovate. All starts with I, right? Yeah. The very first thing, the bottom layer, the easiest thing, the low-hanging fruit for you to do is improve. So this is mastering your expertise or working better. So this is yeah. just becoming more efficient in what you do just because you're better at it, right? Mm. So if you're someone who is new to an industry or new to a job, this would be the fastest thing for you to do. It's, it's sharpening your tools, getting better at it, and, and doing it quicker just because your knowledge is better. Yeah, That's the easiest thing for you to do probably not as relevant for us right now. Um, you know, we're, we're past that stage. We're improving, especially compliance work is, mm. is going to do that much for us. You know, we, we've done that a lot, although there is other things around, like maybe we could be improve how we're doing emails and the yeah. way we, we do that. But, but yeah, yeah. like um, the way we run meetings. Yeah. The yeah. way we run meetings. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but the next one up is, is increase. And this is where you get more people to do what you're doing. So this is, delegating or outsourcing. Mm -hmm. So, um, you, <clears throat> you might be as efficient as you possibly can, but there's still just too much. So, delegating tasks to other people. This is where balls comes into it, Dan, because okay. um, we are all juggling mm. all the time. That's exactly what it feels like mm. with tasks. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I think just a nice way to visualize it is when you're a leader of a team or a mm. manager or perhaps a senior person, you um, you will have some balls that you need to focus on that are higher value. Mm. Um, and that's a big ball. And then there's some things that you probably don't need to focus on that are lower value that are small balls. Mm. But those are actually big balls to mm. the other people in your team who work you know, below you or for you um, who are juggling balls of their own. So mm. you can hand off a big ball to them mm. and they can add to their, their mix and so on and so forth. Um, that's how delegation works. I just like the visualization mm. of juggling. I also like the word. Balls. Balls. <laughs> I like to think that I'm trying to juggle flaming swords. <laughs> And I don't have time for hacky sacks. You don't have time for hacky sacks. I like that. You know? It's really good. Yeah. And so, it's just being mindful. Like, mm. I'm really making my life hard. Mm. I've got too many balls in the air mm. or flaming, flaming swords. swords. Mm. Um, and I'm just going to remove some of the smaller ones mm. and, and um, delegate those. Yeah. my teammates' juggling experience. Yep. I like that. All right. So, the third level up is invest. So this is where you invest in technology and in, in, and create um, new efficiencies through systems. So this is definitely something we're doing. So an example for us is we're finding that our emails uh, are becoming a burden. So um, Sarah, who used to manage a lot of that for us, is on maternity leave. You and I have found ourselves um, dealing with a lot of emails per day again, um, where a lot of the stuff that would, we delegate um, that she would do, we're now doing. Yeah. And one of those tasks is booking appointments with people, mm-hmm. which doesn't seem like much, but when you're booking a lot of appointments and then each one takes two or three emails back and forth, it's annoying yeah. and it Plus takes time. you've got to have a bit of brain space set mm. aside for that like afternoon that you're positioned, mm. that you're available so that you don't book other things in there as well. Exactly. So, a, a, an example in investing and improving would be to get a booking solution so this yeah. is you know using a booking app in your in your email to say hey keen to meet select a time in my booking app yeah here you go there you Choose go done sorted um, yeah that's investing and it must be said i think i thought about something on pricing here dan there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that still price based on hours um finding efficiencies are incentivized if you do more of value pricing so yeah. Um, that's really going to push you to revolutionize systems to make things streamlined. Yep. Um, and if the client is still receiving the same value, there's no reason why you should be just halving what you charge mm. unless the value of that service or product is has declined. So, yep, that's true. Yep. Uh, so the next two are innovate, which is create your own systems or app or technology or IP. Uh, and the last one is, um, so that's invent. And then there's innovate, which is um, mm. just working out how to do things better, cool. um, which we could all do at various points. So we, we constantly try and tear down what we do and figure out if we can do it better. So I think we do True. spend a good amount of time there with our compliance work, but we yeah. probably don't spend enough time there with our admin work. Yeah. Definitely, mm. definitely. And that is, you know, I think we could spend less time on it and deliver a better experience. Mm. That's, um, that would be the big goal. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, I like the, you know, some people talk about, I think, uh, what's his name? Elon Musk is mm. a big, big 
exponent of this, um, set a huge goal. Mm. And even if you achieve 50% of it, you've made massive change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. So some of the other strategies that we've got here is, is you know, stop working with the wrong people. This could be clients, could be team members, could be um, people you're outsourcing with that are wasting your time, could be all sorts of people that are wasting your time and, and taking up a lot of it. So yeah, this is something worth reviewing, I think. Um, Tim, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's a really hard one to do, um, but it's so, so important. Mm. Um, and yeah, like I said, this is a pitfall of mine. I'm very free with my time with mm. people. I'm not quick to cut people off on the phone or quick mm. to, to end meetings. I need to be better with that. Um, and it's not, you know, I guess I feel like I'm being selfish if I do that, but we're all busy. So really I should be attacking that from the angle of, hey, I don't want to waste your time. Mm. We're finished here. Um, you can get on with your day now. You've just got an extra half an hour. Yeah, so. I, I've heard that um, a good way to get out of a meeting like that is to say, all right, well, I'm going to let you go. Yeah, yeah. Take it back to them. I'm freeing up your time. So I'm yeah. going to let you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, yeah, start working with the wrong people. Do a review of, of who's taking up the most of your time and, and is that good use of your of your time. Uh, run Perhaps better. you could even um, sort people you deal with into those quadrants that yeah. we went through earlier. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Good, great idea. Great idea. Uh, run better meetings. So last week uh, or the couple of weeks ago when we spoke about the advantage, he actually has a section about uh, the best types of meetings that you can be running. And they're, you know, um, your weekly one, your, your short daily one uh, and all these things. But, but make sure you're not doing meetings for the sake of meetings and just wasting time. Uh, yeah. and, and while you're in the meeting... Uh, there's a few tips that you can be doing to shorten or, or make sure you're getting the most out of them. So that's like set a time limit, mm. uh, do reporting beforehand, uh, you know, have a clear purpose and agenda and agree on actions and accountability. So you're not just mm. constantly re-meeting again and again and yep. again. So that's a good one. That's uh, a good one. Four, uh, four and five are, are really kind of similar. It's all about delegating your tasks um, mm. effectively. And making sure that one, you're delegating the tasks that you shouldn't be doing. Mm. Um, but two, when you do delegate it, do it in a way that will mean it's not going to take more of your time to fix um, yeah. or to follow up or to uh, then have to do again anyway. Yeah. So delegate effectively. Yep. And it's so easily said, but yeah, there is a real knack to it, yep. which, you know, Still, everyone has to work on, I think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no one would say they're perfect at delegating and that everything they pass to people gets done perfectly. Yeah, um, exactly. I totally agree with that. So there's an element of our ownership that we need to take on that as well. Yeah, mm. for sure. All right, so Tim, we've gone through a few strategies here. Let's take it back to us. Mm. What do you feel that from everything that we've just gone through, we can apply to ourselves? Because I feel like I'm definitely sitting... Uh, in the past couple of weeks, uh, if I go back to these quadrants, I think I'm sitting in the urgency quadrant and mm. the deception quadrant. That's, I think, my time's half-half. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a really... I totally agree yeah. with that. Totally yeah. agree with that. Um, yeah, maybe a, bit of, maybe a little bit of waste. Maybe yeah. just a little bit of waste. Probably waste. Well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think, I think what sort of where I'm at is I need to really 
think about it and I need to strategize mm. what I'm going to do. And yeah. so part of that is just restricting my calendar a bit, mm. being mindful of when I'm interacting with certain people, whether that's in the team or, or clients. Mm. Um, and a lot of it is internal. Mm. Um, just making sure I'm not wasting all of their time and mm. vice versa. Yeah. Um, and yeah, a part of that is that delegation thing, um, giving control and ownership and clear instructions. So yeah. No. Um, and yeah, the ownership thing is basically saying, okay, I'm not going to tell you how to do this <laughs> unless you need help. Yeah. And then if you come and ask, perfect, I'm here, but I will check in in a day or something like that. Mm. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I need to use the productivity pyramid and I need to, one, delegate. So use the increase. I need to increase the work that other people are doing that I'm currently doing. Mm. Uh, and then I need to invest in some new technologies. I think I think those two things will help me a lot. So if I can delegate a bit better, and instead yes. of responding to these emails with client queries about zero or, or something that I know I can just quickly do, but it ends up taking me three hours, you know, on mm. on, a, on a Monday to answer all these things, yeah. um, delegate more effectively for those things. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, booking systems. Um, Stuff like that, I think I can I can be doing better. Um, yeah, I can definitely be doing a lot better there to, to help manage my time more. Totally agree, and I think just yeah, it's that heart over backbone thing. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, don't just bend to other people's schedules mm. because it works well for them. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just never going to change. You're always going to be running out of time. Yeah, so. exactly. A couple of comments here. Amy wrote, uh, Amy Braun wrote, uh, I'm enjoying switching my phone off while deep diving into a client file. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that I, I've implemented this in the past. I needed, I need, this is an improve actually. Uh, I used to do a thing where I'd only check my emails first thing and then at lunch and then at four. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to have to come back to that because I think I'm spending too long in there. That's true. That's um, true. So that's mm. a good one. Um, Alistair wrote, morning lads. Morning, Alistair. Morning, Alistair. Morning. Uh, so yeah, so I think- Oh, I thought he had a- That's it. That's it. Just morning. <laughs> morning. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think, and yeah, just a bit more, you know, stop the free fall, have a bit more structure and, mm. and a planned approach to my week. So, yeah. That's yeah. a really good, good. Yeah. I think planning goes a long way. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our main topic today. All right. Let's quickly dive into the other things because I just want to do a quick minute on puffer jackets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so everyone knows, which is ridiculous, that you can't get a puffer jacket wet, right? The down gets all clumpy. Uh, it goes into little balls and uh, it's no longer, you know, although Tim loves balls, it'll no longer be warm, <laughs> right? And this is the warning. Whenever you go into one of these shops, you go into Kathmandu, you go into Anaconda or, or wherever, and they're always like, yeah, you know, these can't get wet. Don't get them too wet. You know, a light sprinkle is fine, but don't get them wet. But that just means they're disgusting. Like, they're not disgusting. Well, I went camping and I'm sitting around a campfire. I'm spilling food on it. I got, it's covered in smoke from the campfire. You know, it's just, there's germs. They're, they're gross. They're gross. Give it a wipe down. Give it a wipe down with a cloth and air it. Yeah, but it gets in. There's bacteria. It's all like if, if we did a swab. Of, if we did a swab of your jacket and then a swab of mine, we put them in separate petri dishes. I reckon yours would be like bacteria city and mine would be. Some great. would say that's good for you, Dan. Yeah, well, some are idiots. 
so, so quickly, this unless is, you have an open wound, this is how you wash maybe it. Some of that bacteria is okay. This is how you wash it. Uh, you you put it in a cold cycle, just a short one, half hour. Um, and and you make sure that all, all the water's gone from the jacket after the wash. So a good spin cycle on it. Um, now, when you take it out, you're going to be horrified because <laughs> all of the down is just like clumped and it's like pushed into the corner and you're going to like, oh no, I stuffed it. But oh, you didn't. I love it. You didn't, all right? It. What you do is you, you, put it, you put it in the dryer, but you don't put it on the heat setting. You put it on the air, the cold air setting, right? Mm. and you put three tennis balls in. I, I thought you would have loved this, Tim. Balls. You put three tennis balls in the dryer on the airing setting. So you stopped juggling those ones and stopped, you passed it over to the dryer. And passed it over yeah. to the dryer. The dryer Delicate. juggled them. And what happens is the tennis balls bounce around in there, right? And it's hit. It's hitting the down in your jacket <laughs> and it's reactivating it and it's, it's drying it out and you air it. And then every half hour you take it out and you give it a shake. Oh and I also gosh. like to give it a bit of a massage. You just kind of massage the down back again. And, and you know, after two hours, you're still going to feel like you've ruined it. You still feel like you're going to ruin it. You're like, oh, no. You're still gonna, yeah. I've ruined the jacket still. But oh. the tip is, and I read this online, it's a great tip. When you think it's dry, dry it again. <laughs> and it's right, absolutely right because it felt dry and it felt ruined. Like there's just whole sections that were just flat. There was no down in it at all. And I was like, this is, oh I've ruined God. this jacket. Um but you don't. You put it back in with the tennis balls for like another hour or two. So, all in all, Dan, are we talking about time today? Yeah. You spent a good eight hours this week washing your jacket and drying it. Yeah, but <laughs> I didn't stand there like staring at it. The dryer works on its own. It, my actual time is probably like 15 minutes. Oh, this is gold. I so, my actual it. time was like 15 minutes. So, dryer time, I, I delegated the drying to the dryer. Nice. And and it went around. And if you're looking on the live stream here, my jacket, puffier than it's ever been. The down, <laughs> there's no gaps. There's no like flat bits. It's just all great stuff. So if you need to wash your down jacket, you can. Cold water, give it a wash, good spin cycle. Put it in the dryer on the cold setting with three tennis balls for like four hours. You're and welcome. The other option is just don't wash it. Just hang it outside, let it get some fresh air, and give it a little gross, wipe yeah. down if there's some dust on the outside, and she's good to go. Because I don't wear jackets without any other clothes underneath them. I have like internal layers yeah. under jackets, Dan. So do which I. Sounds like you don't. Sounds no, like you like to. I do, but but what if it's like under there. mine was just like stank of smoke, and there was no getting that smoke out. It comes out, Dan. Didn't. Let me tell you. Didn't. It does. It didn't. You gotta give us some time. Well, you be a grot and I'm going to wash my puffer jacket. And <laughs> and he doesn't like that lovely smoky smell. It's wonderful. Me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have you got another thing or, or is it time up? Uh, I've got three other things. Oh, wow. Okay. My AFL fantasy draft team is mm. one win out of the eight, assuming all results go my way. And you were so like last place. Will. Yeah. I know. I've won four of my last five, Dan. Done well. Four of my last five. Done well. Um, uh, two. Okay, so that's one. Mm-hmm. Two, don't feed seagulls. This is what I learned this week. Mm, mine. Uh, well, they are growing in population and they they eat other birds and turtles and stuff. Oh, no good. They don't like, eat anything. Mm. Um, and so feeding them chips or rubbish mm. actually gives them more strength and they fly out to these islands where there's like thousands of really important native birds that 
um, nest mm. every year, and uh, and they're reducing the population of those birds. So no unless good. you want the only bird in the world to be a seagull, mm. then stop feeding them. Mm. Um, and then the last one is Thailand. Did you know, Dan, Thailand, this is an economic policy. They're allowing people to grow weed at home. Mm. Okay. And they actually gave out 1 million plants as well. So their stimulus for their economy. Why? (laughs) Is to make it legal and to give out cannabis plants so that people can grow it at home. Um, because tourists are going to go there and they're going to get high. But weed's legal in a lot of places. Like, you can do that in, in places in the US now, too. Yeah, they've probably got a lot of travelers going there, I guess. I don't know. Mm. But anyway, Thailand, they're, they're really uh, they're embracing the green mm. solution. Well, so. good on them. Good yeah. on them for that. I'm glad that they're doing that for them. Um, good, t- good, good tip, Tim. Good other thing. Um, uh, it's just another thing, Dan. These yeah. are just things that piqued my interest this week. Okay? Yeah, that's fair enough. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for um, participating today. Thanks for the comments. Thanks for... Uh, hopefully, we're not wasting your time. No, I don't know. I mean, if we're wasting your time, just turn off the podcast. No, just, <laughs> no, just turn the volume down, but continue to listen <laughs> for our stats. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to get in touch, twodrunkpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to watch the live streams, we do it every week, uh, the Two Drunk Accountants community page on Facebook. Um, Get in touch. If you want to follow us and our hat adventures and our driving to various locations on the weekends, then make sure you follow us on Instagram, which is just at uh, at Two Drunk Accountants. Um, to drunk podcast at gmail.com to shoot us an email. And we hope to see you all next week. Calculator.